0: Now, here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight.
1: Joining us on the phone today is Christy Oliff, who is the Vice President of Marketing, which is a big fancy title, for ADU, Your Appliance Source, which is an appliance store here in Annapolis. It's on George Avenue. And thank you very much for giving us a call and letting us know a little bit about ADU. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
1: I've passed you guys a lot, and I know you're just down the street from Chesapeake Lightcraft, just around the corner from Legion Avenue post office, mm-hmm. and uh, all that stuff in the great design district in Annapolis. And for those that don't know about the design district in Annapolis, go check it out because it's got absolutely everything you could possibly ever imagine for your home. And uh, I think there's some landscaping in there, too, as well, and there's a lot of good car places back there, too, to get your cars worked on as well. So, um, But definitely check that out. But we want to learn a little bit about ADU and your appliance source. I know you've got the small, uh, I say small, but a little one-story brick building that is there. And um, how did you guys get started?
2: My father actually started ADU in 1982, and he found an industry that really didn't exist at the time. Uh, we didn't have anything like a builder distributor, people that sell generally just to builders and contractors. Generally, it was just retailers. So he kind of created the idea and really was a pioneer in the industry. And so he started you know, partnering with GE and started really getting a lot of business and very, very busy. And then he opened up uh, more stores and basically covered the mid-Atlantic region. Um, meanwhile, um, I opened up my own store under a different name in Southern Maryland. And my sister um, opened up a store in Annapolis and in Easton. And we were all pretty successful on our own. Um, unfortunately, he passed away four years ago, and we inherited his businesses. So we decided to put them all together. So we merged them all together, creating ADU Your Appliance Source.
1: When you guys owned your own, when you and your sister owned your own businesses, were you competitors with your father?
2: No, we had a gentleman's agreement not to go into each other's territories because we were also, you know, diverse. She had a territory he didn't go into. and You know, I was all the way down south. Nobody ever really went down there anyway. so. It kind of worked
1: out well. Yeah, it's like Southern Anne Arundel and Southern Maryland. Everyone forgets it's there, but it's so beautiful right. down there. Right? It's like, you know, <laughs> I know I, I, I talked to people that uh, are in Edgewater and they feel like, oh, Annapolis is so far. If you tell them to go to Edgewater, they're like, oh, my God. You know, you would think like the South River was like the Berlin Wall or something like that. that right. You, it's you, just
2: a bridge. It's you not know, a wall. <laughs> you know, we
1: must stop, must turn around. We can't go to the other side. It's crazy. Right. Uh, right. But Southern Maryland is just so beautiful. So, So you guys were working separately and then you – Kept your uh, kept your distance from one another, and you you merged this all. You said a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, a couple of years ago, we uh, just we kind of branded, uh, rebranded everything. So we took his five showrooms, my one, her two. We incorporated all eight showrooms together. Uh, we have a main office in Lenticum. and then we did a whole rebranding campaign. So we kind of created a new name by merging them together. You know, new colors, new logo, um, and just redid everything from there.
1: Wow. So you've got eight showrooms?
2: Yes. Eight showrooms.
1: That's crazy. Where, where are they? Where are they all located? I mean, obviously I know the one on George Avenue here in Annapolis.
2: Yeah. Annapolis. Uh, We have one in Chantilly, Virginia. One in Easton, which is the Eastern shore. Uh, Gaithersburg up in Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. We have one in Linthicum. Um, We have one in Mechanicsville, which is Southern Maryland. Tacoma Park, which was his flagship store. And you're Pennsylvania. We we went
1: a little north. Ah, crossing the state lines, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, hey, you know, that's, uh, you, you've got to do what you've got to do. Absolutely. And, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, for folks that are interested, we'll get this out of the way. Your website is adu.com. And how the heck did you get a three-letter domain for adu with a .com?
2: It was a long time ago. When the internet first came about, um, my father took Appliance Distributors Unlimited, and created ADU.com. And back then, it was very easy to get. A lot has changed.
1: <laughs> wow, I guess so. I mean, certainly three letters is is impressive. I remember there was a story about a guy that, uh, I think he was a Maryland guy that bought pizza.com and tried to sell it to like Pizza Hut and Domino's. And they were like, yeah, no, this internet thing is a fad. We're not even going to think about it. <laughs> and he ended up making just like a database of pizza places all over the world. And ultimately, I think Domino's came back to him like 30 years later and said, okay, we, we're willing to buy it. And he said, "Well, yeah, it's like twelve million dollars, and so he's he's living on a beach in Tahiti someplace. So, of course, that's uh, <laughs> some somebody that had some foresight to that. So, yeah. so you you guys started out as a distributor then to builders.
2: Yes, yes we were a builder distributor. We mainly sell to the trade. We do sell some retail, but not a lot. We really focus on the building trade, if that makes sense.
1: Okay, so." When, when you say the trade, I mean, this is a uh, a home handyman that is installing a dishwasher or a, uh, a builder, builder like Coke Homes that may come and purchase 100 refrigerators for a you know a complex that they're building. Is that exactly. the type of a
2: – Exactly. So Coke Homes, for example, um, sometimes people do use our showrooms. Sometimes builders don't. But if they do, they generally have a client that's building a house. They say, you know, go see ADU. They sit with us. They meet with one of our salespeople. We go through the appliances and figure out what works best for their needs, and then we sell them on the features and what works best for them. It's it's really it kind of customizes the actual needs. So, what I might like to do, you know, with baking or with cooking, you might do it totally different. And things that I like, you're not going to like. You know, it's just everybody has a different way to taste the needs.
1: Interesting. Well, it's very similar to um, Zeskins. Which is also part of the design district, but they're over there in Arnold and they do a lot of uh, millwork and doors and interior hardware and whatnot. And they mostly work with contractors and they go out and they make sure that it's all put into you know the way they, they want it. But again, they've got a showroom specifically for customers that come in and say, oh, yeah, gosh, I would like this kind of a door to go out into the patio and so on and so forth. Right. That's 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 really a smart idea. I mean, I I bought a couple houses in my lifetime, and I've never, you know. I mean, I think we just checked the. Do you want the upgraded appliance box and let (laughs) let it let it roll as the as there? I didn't realize things
2: are very different today with appliances. So, but also, you know, we're very familiar with code and what you can do with building and what you can't do, and we really try to guide the customer and then make, make it easy for the builder once. You know, the person picks their appliances, we send the specs to the kitchen person, we send the specs to the builder. So everybody's on the same page, which creates a lot less problems at the end when you go to move in, everything's done, you don't have to redo anything. It's all done correctly.
1: What codes cover appliances? I would never think that a code I mean, obviously it sort of falls under the guise of electric and plumbing, I'm sure, but as it's far not as not really the- with
2: appliances, it's more like the building code. So for example, you know, you can't put a gas wall oven underneath of a countertop is you can't do that. It would, it's uh, not UL listed. It's not safe. Um, you know, you have to have venting in homes. It's code for the builder, not necessarily for the appliance.
1: Uh, so
2: we know a lot about, you know, how many CFMs would be, you know, appropriate for the v output of that particular cooktop. Um, and then we know, you know, how many CFMs to, you know, what's appropriate for code. So when we do suggest a hood, we know that it will work in the end.
1: Learn something new. I never would, never would have figured that out there. Yeah, but no. So you do. But you do sell to the public, right? I mean, if I wanted to buy a new refrigerator, I could come up there and check out your appliance.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I'm assuming for a builder, then, you know, they place their order and you deliver it to them or they come and they pick it up or the warehouse or wherever the point of distribution is. Do you handle delivery and install for a consumer sale?
2: Yes, we do that as well. Okay. So if you do want to pick out something and you come and, you know, like a refrigerator, for example, and we do figure out which one is best for you, we go ahead and make the purchase. We set up delivery for you or install at that point.
1: Ah, Okay. And and do you guys do your own install or do you just work with people that you are trusted that, you know, work do the work for you?
2: We do both. We have our own crews uh, for delivery and install. And we also have some independent contractors. Um, we're so busy right now. It's just nice to have that extra help.
1: You know, I mean, I've heard through COVID and everything else that fix up your home or fix up your yard or is the thing to do in 2020, 2021 here as we as we get through that. And you found have you found in just a huge, well, you obviously said you're really busy, but I mean, has there been a huge increase in home improvement projects that would, you know, look to do appliances? I know my girlfriend actually she traded in a uh, a second dishwasher. Actually, she got rid of two dishwashers. She had two. one she upgraded, and then the other one she said, "Hey, I'm going to put like a little wine cabinet in instead of that second dishwasher." And I'm like, "Hey, more wine? Okay, that I'm I'm on board." But have you found that people have been doing a lot more of that?
2: Yes, we found that the industry has really increased, as has kitchen dealer business, because a lot of people who've been sitting in their house for a year, you know, really living in it, they don't they're not very fond, so they go ahead and they do remodeling. So yeah, we definitely have had a lot more. I'd say remodels as opposed to building. but wow. outside, you'd be surprised. We've had a lot of outdoor kitchens lately. It's like everybody wants to live outside now.
1: Well, what's involved in an outdoor kitchen as opposed to an indoor kitchen? I mean, obviously, it's got to be a little bit more weatherproof. And theoretically, I guess it's under some sort of a roof or a, some kind of shelter. I mean, you're not...
2: Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you can have a lanai, but sometimes it's just, it's outside. It has no covering. Um, appliances that are made for outdoors, are you all listed to be outside? So they have, you know, more, you know, heavier equipment to it. It usually has a heavier case to it. And, you know, it doesn't void the warranty when you put it outside because it's, you know, it's made for outside. Um, but generally things like grills, refrigerators, ice makers, they even have a dishwasher that you can put outside.
1: Huh. Funny. You know? I, I'm, the, I'm the dishwasher in this household. That's, <laughs> a, <you> know, <laughs> that's how that works. But well, uh, let's talk a little bit about COVID. I mean, did COVID really impact your business? Yes. I mean, I mean, obviously it's, it's, you know, you've done well. I mean, people are, are coming to you, but I mean, did it impact how you actually do business initially or did you get better or how did that work?
2: When it first hit, it's an odd story. We were at a retreat, uh, everybody in leadership. So we were specifically going there to talk about the future of what we're going to do next year. And right the first day we figured COVID was going to hit. So we literally put everything aside and spent that time pre-planning. So we had four straight days of pre-playing before everything went crazy, which really helped in the long run. Um, it did change the business because nobody's been through this before. We didn't really know what to do. We wanted to keep our customers safe. We wanted to keep our salespeople safe and trying to find a way to to not close. We were considered essential because you know we sell refrigeration. We sell a lot to um, the elderly, the, the homes and things like that. Sure. So you really can't not be open. So we you deal with food and refrigeration and cooking. Um, so trying to stay open and being safe it changed the way we do business inside of the showrooms 100 percent, we had to social distance everybody we had to build extra offices so you can really social distance um, the employees we had to you know all the things that you have to do with the masks and the gloves and trying to get everybody prepared and used to the new way you're doing business that was very interesting time but once that happened you know Everybody seems to really have understood what they have to do now before they come in. Everybody's very understanding of what's been going on. So it's really been a, kind of a great partnership, to be honest.
1: Well, it's sort of funny. I mean, as you know, we're right now, we're recording this just about a year after COVID sort of came into Maryland. And I remember thinking, okay, well, we're going to have to hunker down for two weeks and wait till this bug gets through us. Right. And lo and behold, here we are a year later. But again, I'm thinking you guys are going into, you know, whether it be with contractors, you're going into job sites or individuals, you're going into individual homes. So I mean, you've got to whole change your whole way of doing that process. I would imagine, which you know, oh makes-
2: absolutely. With um, honestly, shoe coverings and gloves and masks, and really, you have to really be cognizant of what you do, where you touch, where you stand, if you're delivering something. Uh, when people come to the showroom, we have everything up front, you know, know, sanitizers. and You really have to watch the way that you do things. So that did change really everything that we did. Right. Luckily, we were able to repair. We did send our employees home for a couple of weeks. uh, And we did get computers and try to, you know, really get them working remote, which is kind of difficult when you have a shower and people want to see appliances, but the governor shut everything down hard, I think for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we shut down and, it was really interesting uh, to see how everybody really took to it. I mean, it really was shocking to me how everybody did. Everybody got their computers, they, they worked from home, and they were successful doing so.
1: I've been amazed at the way businesses and people have adapted to this. I mean, this is something that none of us have ever lived through, uh, except maybe somebody that's like a 105 or whatever it may be, But um, and, and, and to sit there and to be able to adapt to it, I think overall as a as a country and a, a business community everybody's done pretty well
2: yeah i agree and, and it's interesting to see i really feel like a lot of this is going to become the new norm you know businesses that didn't ever do remote are doing part remote now because it just tend to work out better to be honest
1: well count not you're more productive can't, count count your lucky lucky stars that you didn't get into commercial real estate
2: I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I know one of the things that we've talked to a number of different businesses about is the supply chain. And I know it's hit the appliance world pretty hard during COVID. I know, you know, cardboard boxes are impossible to get a hold of. What is the holdup with appliances? Why aren't they getting shipped?
2: A lot of times what we're, we have been told and things that we actually know, the manufacturers themselves, when they were at the plants, making like GE appliance part, for example, they had to shut down for, they had a whole month, I believe. They literally shut down the plant. They couldn't do anything. Then they had to come in. They had to do social distancing when they were allowed back in. And so they had to dismantle their entire plant, rebuild it to where people could physically be six feet apart from each other. And it just took forever. And then, getting the appliances started again in the meantime you have this big backlog everybody's remodeling right now and i think that kind of made the perfect storm there's just no inventory
1: i didn't i didn't really think about that but that you're absolutely right i mean if i've got a uh, some sort of an assembly line and mm-hmm. everyone's working shoulder to shoulder
2: and they are i've been to the factories i've seen them they're literally working shoulder to shoulder
1: and that's got to, Now I've got to be, you know, three shoulders to three. You know, that's,
2: exactly.
1: That, and and now as I think about this, that, you know, I'm sure that the there's a, a factory that makes compressors for refrigerators and there's another factory that makes shelves for refrigerators. And there's another factory that makes ice makers and they're all in different locations doing the same type of problem where they have to retool and figure out how to redo their business. Before it you really have gets to assembled. redesign
2: the machines. Think about that. You have a refrigerator. It makes a hoosie, and the hoosie has to have three turns in it, and you have three separate people that do it. So it goes on this one conveyor belt that's literally four feet long. Well, that's not going to work. You have to like split the job in three different. You have to create new machines. It's it's a whole thing. Wow. Plus, the, think about where, do the, where does the parts come from? Where do the parts come from? You know? Who makes those parts, and where do they come from? Where are the materials coming from? Everything was affected.
1: Sure, and I would think, yeah, I mean, if you're in California or New York, in the you know, in the in the thick of this thing making things, then you've got a whole different thing as opposed to another place that may be a little bit more relaxed or not having as much of a problem with COVID as somebody else does. Wow. Okay.
2: Exactly. It's,
1: it's Th- that different. makes sense. Well, it's funny, uh, I was looking through your website. Again, the website's adu.com. I'm very jealous, uh, three letters and a, a dot com. And I, I had to laugh, I, you've got a big link up top, it says brands we carry. And yes, I looked at that and I saw, I counted 54 brands that are on the website, which may not be accurate. I mean, it may be 55 now or 53, whatever. And I said, I only know 11 of them I know a twelfth, but that's for making televisions so i so, i mean so i'm 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 assuming that that your range of appliances that you offer run the gamut from the the builder special the one ninety nine dishwasher that every builder puts in a in a home and I don't know whether that's the right price or not anymore to the one that is probably several thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, we do. We do a basic builder grade if you would. Um, and we do, you know, really high end like the sub zeros and the, you know, the Wolfs and the um, Agas, virtual zoning, all the really are high ends. And you really have a big gamut. So like how I said earlier, how, what it works for me might not work for you with appliances. You can really almost customize what your needs are to the different brands that we carry.
1: Are you selling more of the high end stuff or the, Middle of the road or the the low end stuff that hey I mean is it the customer saying hey I'm I'm looking for just to get rid of this old dishwasher or this old refrigerator and get something new of similar quality or is it hey you know I'm I'm living I'm living in my house and I really need the French door refrigerator
2: yeah it's I think people really understand the value of appliances more so than they ever have today. So I really think they go more towards a minute up to top of the line. You know, they hesitate to spend $1,000 on a dishwasher because it's good. It's going to last 20 years, you know, and the bells and whistles that come with that are, you know, amazing. And the energy savings are great. So it kind of pays for itself in a while, you know?
1: what What's like the, the coolest, most bizarre thing that I would think of as far as a bell and a whistle that comes on an appliance?
2: Which appliance? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Go,
1: go with the refrigerator. I don't know. I, I just, you know, I mean, I, I I think my mindset on appliances is just pretty much a. It's a benign tool that accomplishes a very simple task. Okay, I want my dishes washed. I want my frozen stuff frozen. I want my cooled stuff cooled. And my, you know, when I put a pan on the oven, I want it to get hot. And when I put a pan or on the stove, I want it to get hot. When I put it in the oven, I want it to get warm. You know, and that's definitely. But but wouldn't
2: it be great if you're sitting at the grocery store and you are getting your groceries and you're like, Oh man, I forgot. Did I, do I need milk? I don't know if I have milk and you can go on your phone and look inside your refrigerator
1: with a camera.
2: Yeah. Really? Everything's connected these days. There's so many things out there that I don't think people realize you have, or you're bringing home a pizza and it takes 20 minutes to preheat your professional oven, let's say, or your uh, pizza oven. Um, You can program it to get started from your phone. So the time you get home, it's preheated and ready to go.
1: Oh, my word.
2: There's so many things out there with connectivity. Connectivity before the pandemic was the hottest thing known to man. There's so many things that you can do um, with connectivity and appliances.
1: Well, you, that, you I, I know Apple's going through the Apple Home and then you've got the um, Amazon has their uh, Echoes and, and whatnot. And, and I guess all those that make sense that they would all get interconnected with the appliances in your kitchen.
2: They do. Uh, They do. They actually have something called the hub that is a hood that goes over your range. And you can literally has a camera on it. It has internet, it has TV, but you can also FaceTime on it. So you can FaceTime and you can look at the person as you're cooking. And let's say you have, uh, you know, you're doing your grandmother's recipe and you want to make sure that she sees that you're doing it right. It has a camera underneath of it that can look down and see how you're cooking and she can see it. And then she could say, you know, that's not really the way you do it. That she can help, guide you,
1: huh? that's cool. there's Katie, a lot
2: Katie. of things that would blow your mind, I think today in the appliance industry.
1: It's been a while since I personally purchased any, so you're you're probably very right uh I mean, I'm probably driving a nineteen probably like a nineteen ninety five refrigerator, so I don't know i have to, it's probably p- certainly probably do that's for sure. how long have you guys been in Annapolis on George avenue?
2: Oh wow, that was. I've got to say about 25 years.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: About 20, maybe 23. I'm 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 not the great with time, but about 20, maybe 2023.
1: The t- um, t- time fleets, time fleeting. It really it goes, does. I know, I know. I'd like to think I'm 25, but I look at my driver's license and go, who the hell swapped that out on me? You know, it's, this, this is neat. Again, we don't have too many old-fashioned, and I don't want to say old-fashioned because you got all the tech and everything else that's going on, but I mean, just- a small business that is looking out for the homeowner that is looking out for what your needs are. I mean, you've got the whole sales process. I mean, if I go in to buy a car, I mean, theoretically there should be a sales process to say, "Hey, what what kind of car do you want? Do you want a Jeep? Do you want a Ferrari?" I mean, there's mm-hmm. you know two different different customers there, two different needs. And to be able to figure that out, I mean, are you a, a I mean, I guess you could be just something silly It's like how much beer do you drink? Okay, so you want more more on the refrigerator side than on the freezer that's side. I don't. Not
2: really silly. That's actually not really silly because when somebody says to me, you know, I really want a beverage center. The first thing out of our mouth is, well, what do you drink? Because quite frankly, this one doesn't do well with domestic beer. If you drink craft beer, that's the best one to get. Oh, uh, you're, no, you no,
1: no, you're, jo- you're no, no, no. You're no, no. I, I, I call BS on this one. What? Seriously, you're. You you Absolutely. get to the point where you're saying this doesn't do well with craft beer and this doesn't do well with domestic beer.
2: Absolutely, it has to work for your needs. That's what I mean by that. You know, really, if you have this particular one, it doesn't have two temperature zones. It's 50 degrees in the entire refrigerator. But then they have this particular brand that does. It goes down to 33 degrees. That's great for domestic beer. But if you drink sodas, then you know that would work best for you. The same thing with ice machines. You know. I want to get an ice machine, but I really like the crunchy ice. But what are you putting in it? Are you doing liquor? Are you do you like your, you know, liquor on the on the rocks? Um, or is it more for sodas? If it's more for sodas, crunchy ice works great. But if it's more for like liquor drinks, you know, you really don't want that small ice. You want the bigger ice cube. So they you make, really they, customize it for the person.
1: I love crunchy ice. They make ice that's oh, crunchy. I know, I do do you make ice <laughs> ice machines that have crunchy ice?
2: Yes, they do. But that's great for sure. That's a great for if you're a fair liquor drinker, right?
1: Oh man.
2: So it's just, you know, how many people in your family, how do you cook? And really customizing it. And then another thing people don't think about too, you want to make sure you have enough cooking. You know, you go and, and you you sit down with them and they say, you know, I want one oven and I want a microwave. And then you say, Okay, but well, that's fine, but let's run through your largest meal in your head. So you have, you know, what do you cook? What's the largest meal you cook? Well it's Thanksgiving usually. And then you have a turkey. Well, where are you going to put that turkey? I'm going to put it in the big oven. There you That's go. That's Great. Now, Game over. What do you have now? You have no more cooking. Is that going to be enough for you? You don't want to spend twenty thousand dollars remodeling your kitchen and not have enough cooking.
1: Right. No, so we
2: make them think about things like that.
1: I can't believe you like refrigerators that that are better for certain beers than the other. That's okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. So now I need to go out Bay Ridge Avenue up to Chincapin. take a right on George and you're there on the right before. Okay. And now I'm, you know, <laughs> I may I maybe may swinging, maybe swinging by there. That's uh,
2: Absolutely.
1: that, it, that's, uh, you know, this is fantastic, Christy. I think um, I'm learning a lot. That's what I love about these things. I get to learn a lot about businesses and people and just how technology has gone. I mean, it's, I mean, appliances just seem like such a basic tool that it, It it has invaded – technology has invaded it, which is fantastic. Um, People that want to get more information, ADU.com, probably the best place to go. Absolutely. Or to walk in. Or call
2: in the local showrooms. All the showrooms are listed there. Um, You can make an appointment right from the website. Um, uh, Anything you need to know, if you want a price uh, request for a quote, you can do that right from the website as well.
1: And I I guess I got to ask now, since we're knocking on wood, we're hopefully getting toward the end of COVID – are you working on a an appointment-only basis at this point?
2: Yes, right now we are. Uh, we still do have the occasional walk-in, but I think everybody's pretty cognizant now that you do have to call before you make an appointment because there's protocol. You know, We need to keep everybody safe. That's the most important
1: thing. Sure. Now, were you scheduling appointments prior to COVID?
2: We were. It's just recommended because when you meet with a specialist, it takes about an hour, hour and a half. And we like to be prepared. So if you come in and say, yeah, I'd like to make an appointment, usually I say, are you building or remodeling? I want to know who your builder and kitchen dealer is. So before you come in, I can call them and say, hey, so-and-so's coming in to see me today. Can you shoot me over their plan so I can be prepared for when they come in so we know what they're looking at?
1: Huh.
2: interesting. So we like to do that ahead of time, and that kind of helps. And then when you come in, we have a general idea of, you know what, you have a 36-inch space, your refrigerator will definitely work. We already know that. Instead of, well, let's call your kitchen dealer and find out, we're already prepared.
1: Right. And do all of your brands sort of go, do they all sort of go from like the basic to the high end within each brand? I mean, like if I go to a, okay, I'm going to go to a GE, okay, I know I can get a real basic refrigerator from GE. Mm-hmm. And then I know I can get a, probably get a really fancy one that's got internet connectivity and everything else like that. Do all of those brands that you carry have a similar type of a line or are some of them strictly, the real high tech internet y kind of ones?
2: Most of them do. So, GE is one brand with five houses. So, they've got GE, they've got Cafe, they've got Monogram, they've got Profile, they got Higher. So, all of those different brands serve a different market.
1: Okay. Okay. Like I, I Whirlpool see. Whirlpool
2: th- is Whirlpool, KitchenAid, Gen Air. They serve a different market as well. Whereas Miele, for example, it's really only Miele. and they're generally high end.
1: Okay. Okay. And I see you you do represent Maytag?
2: Yes, absolutely. Is
1: that repairman still lonely? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Had to ask. Okay, now half of the people that are listening to this are going like, what? I don't get it. Why are they laughing? He's not around anymore, is he?
2: Uh, Well, he is and he isn't. So the original Maytag repairman was a long time ago and he passed. And then do you remember Mr. Carlson from WKRP in Cincinnati? Yes, yeah. He became the second Maytag repairman. Oh,
1: yeah, I, story- I remember that.
2: Right. I actually got to meet him at our Tacoma Park store. It was pretty funny. They did a tour, and so uh, we got to meet him. <laughs> Neat. Well, basically, for those who do not know, um, the joke with Maytag was they're so dependable. Our repairmen are sitting on their hands doing nothing because they don't have anything to repair.
1: Right. The lonely Maytag repairman.
2: Yep. The lonely Maytag repairman.
1: That's fair. So, yeah. no, but they, they've dropped that at this point.
2: Um, actually, no. Um, he passed away. They had another guy, and I'd say about the last I saw with him was about three years ago. So he might be gone.
1: Okay. Well, you know? you've got to figure that it's uh, times have changed there. Absolutely. It's. Uh, I'd imagine. Hey, can you repair? Speaking of repairs, I mean, can you repair uh, stuff remotely?
2: Yes, part of the new technology. A lot of times, when you do have an issue, you know, you register it. You can call the actual company and say, "Hey." Um, you know, I have an issue with this particular part of the appliance, and they can remote into your appliance and fix it. Nine, I mean, it's not all the time, obviously.
1: Sure, they're not going to put a new compressor in, and, in, but I mean,
2: yeah, they can diagnose it, tell what's going on, and see if it's something that they can repair.
1: My refrigerator's got a black box in it now.
2: This I know. <laughs> like,
1: no. This is crazy.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: Oh Well, I'll tell you, this has been very eye-opening for me, Christy. Thank you very much. We are on the phone with Christy Olive, who is the vice president of marketing and one of the owners of ADU, which is your appliance source. Uh, got started in Tacoma Park back in 1982 with her father and then expanded into Annapolis and Southern Maryland and Easton, and now with eight locations. Uh, the nearest one to us in Anne Arundel County is either Linthicum or on George Avenue in Annapolis. Now, Linthicum is sort of your headquarters, you were telling me?
2: Yes, Linthicum is where our main office is. We have a corporate office and then we have the showroom.
1: Okay, so you do have a showroom up there as well. So it's not just not just counting the beans and... Making right. sure the computers are going okay. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. There's two separate buildings, two different streets.
1: Great. Well, mm-hmm. fantastic. I th- Thank you for this wealth of information. And as I get into the appliance world, I will be going up to George Avenue, but I will be making an appointment because I'm not just going to walk in there because I know I'm going to have a million and one questions and walk around with like my mouth hanging down on the floor going, I can't believe this is actually a refrigerator.
2: We would be happy um, to take care of
1: you. But sure. absolutely. ADU.com is the address, the website address, and ADU, your appliance source. And ADU stands for Appliance Distributors Unlimited, right? Correct. Okay, but you go by ADU. ADU, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Christy Olive, thank you very much.
2: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion.